Winning the downturn with the information is supported by Intel. Across any business, PC users look to IT heroes to save the day. With Intel vPro, IT gets the powers of security, performance, manageability, and stability on a validated PC solution. Intel vPro, built for business. Welcome to Winning the Downturn, a limited series covering how tech startups and small businesses are adapting to the new economic reality. This year, we've seen companies react to interest rate hikes and slowing consumer demand by laying off staff and pulling back on other spending. This environment has also forced healthy conversations about how businesses should focus and what kind of software they should be using to win during this downturn. My name is Amir Efradi, executive editor at The Information, a subscription technology news publication. And in each episode, I'll be talking with leaders in all kinds of industries, from retail and mobility to healthcare and finance, about how they've navigated prior economic storms and what they're doing to survive the current one. When Intel came to us with an idea for a podcast, I was curious, why did a chip maker want to talk about startups and medium-sized businesses? It turns out tech companies such as Intel are increasingly targeting new products to SMBs, given that these businesses represent the majority of workers in the US and the world. And in the current climate in which most businesses offer some combination of in-office and work from home for employees, they use more software applications to power their businesses and empower their employees than ever before. That also means these businesses face more technical challenges than ever, including with security. Today, I talked to Kate Porter, the Senior Director at Intel, for more on how SMBs are navigating this moment. It's such a great time to, to be talking about computing platforms and remotely managing computers and workforces that need security. I was just having a conversation with a friend who happens to work for like a relatively small business. I think it's several hundred employees. And one of their offices got ransomware um, pretty badly. Thankfully, it didn't rise to the level of the hackers getting into the main systems, but they certainly shut down that that satellite office. And it just goes to show that so many attacks are happening all around the world all the time. But these companies don't report it. They don't talk about it. It's just something that they suffer through quietly and people talk about in the background. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the, the conversations you've had around security in particular? I'm just really curious. You know, I think that was one of my early discoveries about small and medium businesses. Just because they may classify themselves as small, given their number of employees, their businesses actually are quite big. And their businesses are big because they've got, um, you know, intensive manufacturing operations. They may have a lot of data that is highly valuable and they need to keep secure. Um, they may have a lot of financial records that need to be well-maintained. And so as you look at these small enterprises, there's nothing small about their business. And so for many of them, they've found that they actually need to operate more as an, as an enterprise than as a small business. And so I think many small businesses, like you said, companies don't share when these bad things happen unless there's some sort of regulatory reason to do so. And so unfortunately, a lot of these impacts may actually not be um, discovered by small businesses. And so small businesses who aren't as in touch with these trends may become a bit complacent. And those are the concerning conversations that I want to make sure we're talking about, which is you don't want to wait until you've had that incident because by then it's too late. 
And so I think it's really important that we keep having that open dialogue to say the security posture that you can take, there's actually some relatively low cost moves that you can take out the gate, but it just keeps you in that frame of mind that it can happen anywhere and to anyone. Well, we, we recently wrote about a company called Ubico that makes these YubiKeys that you might be familiar with. You stick them in your, in your computer and it's this like essentially a token where you have to touch it in order to log into whatever applications or systems you want to, you want to get into. Um, with Intel's platform and the vPro kind of laptop and desktop system that you have, how does that product secure customers that use it in a similar way, like for multi-factor and things like that? I love that multi-factor authentication example. And I think that is one of the steps that many businesses can take. So Intel vPro PCs, that's the business foundation that makes a PC professional grade. And so when we make a PC professional grade, one of those major points of emphasis that we're talking about right now is security. One of the things that we do is we start at the hardware level. And so attacks that can actually hit your hardware when you're booting up your PC, when your memory is exposed, we've been able to provide additional layers of protection starting at the hardware. And then it doesn't stop there. We look at what software security profiles are being run on this PC. And are there ways that that software can actually use Intel CPU counters to uniquely detect some of these new types of attacks. So you mentioned ransomware. On Intel vPro PCs, we've worked with industry leaders like Microsoft, like CrowdStrike, to use those CPU counters so that we can uniquely detect ransomware threats. We can uniquely detect software supply chain types of attacks in ways that are not found on other business platforms. And so the ability to run that software and leverage those insights to detect more quickly allows the business to actually take action and remediate that solution much faster. It really seems like there are a lot of different startups and companies that are trying to modernize smaller businesses there are so, so, so many companies, companies that are generating just boatloads of revenue that are using the most basic forms of accounting or basic forms of financial planning and using like Excel spreadsheets that are manually operated completely. And I'd love to hear of any kind of specific encounters or discussions that you've had with, with different kinds of businesses out there that kind of explain where we are in the adoption curve of like even the most basic uh, uh, forms of modern computing for businesses that are generating millions of dollars a year? You know, I think it speaks to the diverse range of our small business customers where, you know, I, in the past, I would have thought, okay, if you're a small business and they're, you're, they're in the retail space, you're probably very localized in terms of your product delivery. And there are certainly some customers who are that way, right? They've got their manual processes. They know how to do their booking. In fact, there was a small business, a framing shop that I recently went into, very highly rated, right? I found them through search engine optimization, which is awesome. Um, and they had great customer experience. And I went in and we were having a conversation about their processes. And I was just shocked to see um, just the level of traditional manually intensive order processing, billing, customer engagement. I thought, Wow, you know, it's it's a relief to hear they're doing so well, but I really hope they can sustain that in light of how manually intense some of their processes are. And I compare that to a retail business that's up and coming. Again, it's a physical good um, in the food arena, and they have outsourced their manufacturing. They take pride in their design, so they're able to actually design what goes into the food, but then they've outsourced that. So that was facilitated through digital engagement. They are heavy on social media. And so their ability to actually do their marketing and their media campaigns through that is, is foundational to their technology. 
And so I compare those two and say, gosh, you know, it's it's services and it's retail, but the maturity of their processes is so different. And I think, you know, the resilience of the company in the latter scenario is much greater because they can actually adapt their supply chain. Their processes are really integrated into a digital infrastructure type of environment. And the prior example, while they have done exceptionally well, they could actually grow their top line in their business even further through the use of technology and, and matchmaking. So, you know, just a, a specific example there, but I think it really does paint the color of um, even if you're successful, it's not a time to rest on your laurels, but see how other companies might be building resilient supply chains, expanding their markets through the use of technology nowadays. A reminder that today's episode is supported by Intel. Across any business, PC users look to IT heroes to save the day. With Intel vPro, IT gets the powers of security, performance, manageability, and stability on a validated PC solution. Intel vPro, built for business. No product or component can be absolutely secure. Your costs and results may vary. And Intel is obviously known as a hardware company, chip designer, developer, manufacturer. Over time, clearly you've done a lot more in, in software and even subscription software. So can you just walk us through why as a hardware maker am I going to want to engage with you or am I essentially engaging with resellers or channel partners or others that I would normally talk to? I love it. Yeah. So Intel vPro PCs have been around for 16 years now. And up until just this year, it was really identified as an enterprise grade brand. And that was wonderful because enterprises, you know, vote with their dollars and have chosen to invest in that Intel vPro product line to support their IT. And so what we decided a couple of years ago is we view ourselves as the commercial product team. And the commercial product team is beyond large enterprise. It includes small and medium businesses who are close to half of actually our commercial market, if you're a business. And then it also includes government agencies and also educators. And so we got curious and we said, well, how is our vPro offering satisfying the needs of those broader customers? And we saw that that built for business comprehensive solution was wonderful, but it was frankly overbuilt for some of the small businesses who were not going to take the complete use of all the management technology that's there for IT. So a small business who probably doesn't have an IT professional and maybe leveraging managed service provider, they still care very strongly about the productivity that they get on their device. They want the best connectivity solution so they can have seamless video calls. They want high-performing CPUs in there so that when they're running their database tasks in Excel and they're also simultaneously on a Zoom call, they're uninterrupted. They also care about security. So that built-in security that starts at the hardware level, the optimized with software partners, they care very strongly about that. Um, so what we said is there's some elements of our vPro Enterprise solution that we want to make available to all business customers. And so this year, we launched Intel vPro Essentials specific to meet the needs of small businesses who may not need the comprehensive management solution. And that's really hit a chord with small businesses um, and with our OEM partners we go to market with. So basically, when you said, hey, who are, who are we going to market with? We've got our, our key OEM partners who are helping us bring these systems to market, whether you're using a notebook or a desktop device. And at the same time, one of the things we're very excited about on both the vPro and the Evo platforms, our user experience platform, is our partnership with accessory vendors as well. So as we think about user experience, 
It starts at the PC for sure, but it's also starting to expand out to those peripheral devices. So yeah, we're excited for both the designs that are in market that started with our 12th gen product line and that are just now really starting to get into resellers' hands. As we think about the time from launch to availability, we're kind of in the sweet spot right now. And how much of this decision to to go forward with this was related to the rise of remote work or at least hybrid work? The fact that, sure, enterprises have tons of offices, tons of people scattered uh, around the world, around the country. When it comes to smaller companies, obviously, they've been forced to do things differently in the last couple of years, along with everyone else. How much of this offering, which part of it, obviously, is the, the remote management or being able to really have a strong ability to oversee devices wherever they are as a business. How much of the rise of remote work is related to this particular effort that you're part of? You know, it was interesting when we all found ourselves moving to a pandemic type of working engagement. Many of us were working from home. And in our division, we've obviously sold vPro for the last 16 years. And So we looked at the capabilities of the product line and we said, well, thank goodness we've been investing to enable this workplace transformation because we certainly didn't expect the type of acceleration that happened through the pandemic. But we always knew the workplace transformation was going to move more employees to distributed work environments. So we had already planted the seeds of a lot of both, you know, remotely securing the device, remotely supporting and managing devices, ensuring productivity really has that full user experience out to the peripheral edge. We had already been focused on that, but we actually had to lean in significantly faster because of the acceleration with the shift to remote and hybrid work. Um, And I think, you know, frankly, this has turned into that golden age of the PC where, you know, every five years, um, you know, we say, okay, this time the PC is dead. (laughs) And then we realize, oh, wait, This is where creative work happens. This is where manual, you know, intensive data work happens. This is where the rubber hits the road and we get our work done is with our PC. And so especially in this time where offices shifted from being centralized and aggregated into very distributed in order to stay connected and productive, it was a matter of, okay, is the video technology up to speed? Is the audio going to have the right noise cancellation? And then what about the wireless connectivity solution? Is it on the device side? Is it on the AP side? So frankly, what we all of a sudden realized is, wow, the necessity for us to work with that open ecosystem of hardware vendors, of software vendors, it just grew tremendously. So I think we were already putting our attention there, but this just provided the tailwinds and the necessity to go that much further. And I think for small businesses especially, this is creating a good opportunity for them to examine, because hybrid work is here to stay, how do they leverage this new PC technology? You know, it starts at the hardware and it just expands tremendously with a modern OS to be able to extend the impact of their employees. You know, I think some of the most exciting stories that I'm hearing, because frankly, we're all looking for exciting stories these days, but it's companies who are examining, okay, I don't want to just face inflation with raising my price. I want to face inflation with rethinking who do I service? What is my product portfolio and how do I actually sell up customers? How do I cross sell? And those who can source beyond traditional community sourcing They're using technology to help them matchmake in new and creative ways. And so I think these are some of the things that I look at and say, our job is never done. (laughs) The experience can always improve. And I think those small businesses who are able to leverage that technology can really accelerate through this because it is a significant point of uncertainty at this point. And I'm I'm glad you brought up the economy. And obviously it came up in, in Intel's 
second quarter results, you know, there are lots of businesses that are feeling the effects of rising interest rates and inflation and so on. Are you making an argument that the products that you're kind of selling today are very much in line with that or are going to help these businesses save money? Or what's the kind of tie-in to the current economic environment? I think it's it's both. Small business owners and operators have to make tough decisions, as all business leaders have to make tough decisions right now. Being able to look at where their high-impact employees are and what tools they have and how they're able to show up and deliver the biggest impact for the business, technology can be an accelerant. And so we have put in the technologies that allow for seamless video collaboration, strong audio experiences, extremely fast you know, processing, both from an Excel manipulation, Power BI, you name it, right? It, it just, it can handle the task at hand. So small businesses, as they're making those tough choices, they can't invest universally, but where they should examine if their highest impact employees have the technology tools and have been trained on how best to use them, to be able to grow their business and pivot much more quickly. So Intel vPro PCs, you know, armed with productivity, security advantages, and then also providing IT with the support they need so that they're, they have uninterrupted work um, are a great solution for that. But that's on the, that's on the technology side. Uh, in terms of how small businesses approach some of that economic uncertainty, I think this is an opportunity for them also to take stock on how they're approaching that security posture. So I mentioned there's some security actions that small businesses can take right now to actually raise their security posture that are relatively low cost. So I think one of the things we found in that joint survey is the number of companies, small smaller businesses who are upgrading their software and hardware to the latest version available is relatively low. And so as they're thinking about, well, this economic uncertainty I'm facing, don't get distracted, reinforce the emphasis on security. One of the best steps you can do is actually upgrading and staying up to date on your latest OS, on your latest software, and then training your employees. Are they aware that their actions directly impact the security posture of your business? So I think, you know, as I'm continuing to see the the uncertain economic headwinds in the future, providing employees that can grow the top line of these small businesses and help them be more resilient by giving them the best technology tools. Prioritizing that when you have scarce investment is going to be key. And then also thinking, how do I take those low-cost efforts to make security first always a priority? Because especially in this time, you just don't have the room to be able to face that kind of disruption or interruption. Yeah. And and just to make your point stronger and going back to what we talked about in the beginning, I think our our joint survey showed that just 7% of small and medium businesses were great at using technology and growing their business and clearly just so much room to run there. And when it comes to productivity, since you've talked about video conferencing and, and things like that, is there a particular brand of productivity suite that comes with vPro or is that customizable? What does that look like? So there isn't a brand that comes with it, but back to one of Intel's you know, big focus areas is having an open ecosystem relationship. And so we partner very closely with partners like Zoom, like Microsoft, to be able to ensure that their solution suites run, you know, run great on Intel vPro PCs. And so a lot of the data points that you see us share at our product launches and that we're really proud to you know, exhibit through our benchmark performance is on their tools. And it's really because we know that small businesses, you'd mentioned, there are thousands of businesses that are trying to create the, the next best tool. 
And we don't want to create the next best tool. We want those tools to run the best right, on the hardware that they choose to put in their environment. So we are really, really proud to work with that ecosystem that's extremely strong and say, how do we make sure that your software runs best on Intel vPro systems? Soon enough, you'll see a productivity suite from Zoom as well, trying to kind of catch up to the Microsoft and, and Google and others where they haven't had offerings. So look, look out for that. Um, thank you so, so much for the time and for joining us and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Wonderful. Well, thanks for the conversation, Amir. I really enjoyed it. Intel technologies may require enabled hardware, software, or service activation. No product or component can be absolutely secure. Your costs and results may vary. Intel Corporation, Intel, the Intel logo, Intel vPro, and other Intel marks are trademarks of Intel Corporation or its subsidiaries. Other names and brands may be claimed as the property of others. Winning the Downturn is produced by Studio Pod Media. Our producer is Sterling Shore. Our show coordinator is Nicole Genova, and our executive producer is TJ Bonaventura. Special thanks to John Brierley and Julie Kerner from The Information. My name is Amir Efrati. See you next time.